It is first thing Friday so it's time for fix. The audio version of our newsletter. Made with Amazon Polly. Fix slash insider, Friday September 10th. R slash VR. Once again, Facebook takes inspiration from Snap. Their much-rumored smart glasses are on sale now. Working with Luxotica, Facebook have developed very wearable Ray-Bans, but the features are a little surprising. There is no R, that's for the future. There is a camera for photos and video as well as speakers and a microphone, so you can operate the glasses with voice commands as well as buttons. The glasses pair with a new Facebook View app making it easy to capture, edit and share photos and video. And there is a LED light that shows when you're recording. Wired have tried the glasses and their review is quite positive, but they think the LED is too subtle and people will not know they are being filmed. Because the glasses look like regular Ray-Bans, they think there is the potential for problems here. Facebook anticipate this and have worked with various organizations and have a privacy website to try and establish the etiquette for these products. They go on sale today, for $299, £299, and ship next week. So we will start to see the content created soon. Creative. There is plenty of evidence that creative drives ad performance, yet a focus on creative is still treated as some sort of outlier. Our friends at CreativeX have been looking at this issue for a while and have now shared a seminal report showing the true strength of creative and the value earned by getting it right. Looking at $1 billion in ad spend, millions of ads and trillions of impressions they see improved media efficiency, improved brand awareness, and more engagement. The report is a must-read, download it here. The platforms know what works, here Facebook shares 5 techniques for DTC brands noting. Adopting a testing and learning process to creative resulted in a 15% lower cost per ad recall and a 26% lower cost per action. Smart brands get it, a fixed friend at Mars talks about how they are using AI to measure the emotional impact of their video ads. A former media agency chief sums up the current landscape well. Just as the ad tech revolution of 10 years ago fundamentally changed and secured a good future for media, we now need to see the Createch revolution. The growth of CTV, premium video services, streaming and so forth is calling for a higher level of longer form rich media and video creativity from advertising. Creatively boring, standard display is in decline, never has there been such a need for creative revolution, and technology gives us the tools to deliver at scale. The canvas for creative is getting better, even Twitter is testing edge-to-edge tweets. Our friends at Responsive Ads enable any publisher to run high-impact edge-to-edge ads, replacing those sad banners and MPUs floating lost in the middle of the browser window. New firms like Marpipe are getting backing for their platform to build intelligent creative and a new case study from Pencil shows the progress they are making with their AI tools. Hunch has a useful guide on how to make the most of dynamic creative on social. Don't get me wrong, there are good digital ads out there. Snap pointed out a good Ogilvy ad and our weekly good TikTok creative email constantly finds work worth celebrating, this week a new campaign from Under Armour. But most of what we see is pretty average. Which is a wasted opportunity. If you would like help making your creative work harder we are happy to help. Ad tech. One aspect of the interest in creative is a renewed interest in ad tech as a whole from VCs and investors generally. The spate of ad tech IPOs has financed sites like Full taking an interest in the sector and asking whether the trade desk is a good investment. Having gone from the IPO price of $1.80 to over $73 today, it certainly has been, and they still see it as a buy. Gaffar are still working to set their stance on privacy. Google's Matt Britton writes about privacy in campaign. There's a big opportunity for digital technology to help us recover and thrive, becoming more inclusive, faster, 
and better than before by using tools that are open and affordable. Those of us who shape the digital world need to work together to put privacy front and center. We're here to work with you to do just that. He cites some new research Google has done with Ipsos, which found that people are happy to provide personal information to companies they trust, as long as they know how it will be used and what they'll get in return. One of the odd consequences of the perfect storm is the demise of tracking and the impact on attribution means that clicks regain some importance, as it's one of the few metrics left. Of course next to no one clicks and much of those that do is down to fat fingers. Here an analysis of Facebook data shows that clicks don't correlate with brand metrics or with sales. Google point out that the market mix modeling remains the best way to measure ROI. The upside of the changes driven by this perfect storm is that the absence of third-party cookies will kill the long tail, that is full of clickbait sites. This long piece gets into the detail of how the made-for-advertising sites have siphoned off money that should have gone to legitimate publishers. Who is to blame? An agency might turn a blind eye to an environment, or might not be as discriminating about where those ads are running in a programmatic world as they would be in a one-to-one relationship. In the ISPA report that highlighted the 15% black hole one brand was on 40k plus websites. You can get this right though, US Bank Chase was on 400k sites, then did their homework and reduced that to 5,000 sites, with no effect on their marketing results. Merchant. We had so much good stuff in this week's Merchant Deep Dive, so I decided to share it beyond insiders and mailed all fixed readers with it. Think of it as a back-to-school sampler. The deft report on social commerce was the most popular item, but the coverage of Fast Last Mile and Merchant Media seemed to go down well too. Catch up here if you missed it. Amazon have opened another of their free fresh stores, this time in Dalston. A local on Twitter seems quite impressed but points out it was empty whilst neighboring shops are busy. The momentum behind merchant media means traditional retailers and fast last mile firms are all hoovering up talent to build their ad teams. This piece looks at 45 significant hires. Social. The new A16Z content site leads with a report called Social Strikes Back. Until recently, it was commonly accepted that social was done. The market had been fully saturated, the thinking went, dominated by the holy trinity of Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Turns out, rumors of social's demise have been greatly exaggerated. Well, yes. TikTok and Snap have added new dimensions to social. This week we learned that the average watch time for TikTok has overtaken YouTube, 26 hours a month in the UK and 24 in the US. The data is only for Android but it's likely to be similar for iPhone users, given the strength of Apple amongst the young that make up the majority of TikTok users. The TikTok algorithm continues to be a source of mistrust, the Wall Street Journal find that TikTok serves up sex and drug videos to minors. Yes, but. They searched for only fans and then lingered on any sex videos whilst moving past others more quickly. So they trained the algorithm. Given the Wall Street Journal worked out how the TikTok algorithm works just a few weeks ago, they should not be surprised what happened. It's not just TikTok getting critical press, the Washington Post has a long piece on Facebook and privacy, there's no escape from Facebook, even if you don't use it. It doesn't say much that would surprise fix readers, but clicking through to see what off Facebook activity was logged for me was quite sobering, 2,618 apps and websites had shared my activity. I was particularly surprised to see TikTok as a source. Check yours by clicking here, you will need to be logged in. New apps keep coming too. Make It is a social music app, from X TikTok and Snap XX. Loot is a new social app from one of the Vine founders, and is built around crypto and NFTs. The first project of loot bags sold out very quickly and appreciated in value too. One to watch. Newt. 
The fallout from Nielsen being suspended from the MRC continues. The unusual thing here is that no one seems to want Nielsen to succeed. The TV companies now see the streaming data, that they own, as an asset and want to keep control. On the agency side WPP's Groupmas cautioned clients over Nielsen's digital ad ratings tool and suggested Innovit as a possible replacement. And there are lots of firms who think they can prosper in a post-Nielsen world. Barb, the UK equivalent of Nylon has released their establishment survey for Q2. One of the challenges for these incumbents is that hardware firms are now rivals, with their own data. Samsung, for example, has 35 meters ish smart TVs across the major European markets and their ACR, automatic content recognition, technology means they know who is watching what. Now you can debate whether this is as representative as Barb say, but it is really valuable data and they are building a good advertising business on the back of this, in most major global markets. Roku have used their hardware to do the same, as do LG and Vizio, who makes TVs for Walmart and others, have similar ambitions. Now we see Amazon plan to launch their own range of TVs, so that will fuel their ad business too. This is a good report on the smart TV space if you want to learn more. The latest pitch from the Roku ad team shows how powerful proprietary data and technology can be. Lots more on Newt in Wednesday's Deep Dive. VNPL The OG e-commerce pioneers were all about buy now pay later. Firms like Kay's, Little Woods and Freeman's used 500-page catalogs instead of Instagram ads and Shopify, but a key feature was letting people buy things on credit, using local agents to collect part payment each week. Since Klarna made BNPL popular, again, there is a really competitive market, with an Amazon partnership with a firm and PayPal buying Japan's Payday. Revolut are thought to be planning to enter the market too and Tiger Global have invested in Milan-based Scalapay. Some investors think the sector is overrated, there is little barrier to entry and whilst the business should be highly profitable, the battle for growth is expensive. But the business does throw off lots of valuable data for merchants and the smarter firms are finding ways to profit from this. And this fascinating thread from an A16Z VC hints at a huge opportunity, for BNPL to provide an alternative to the current credit card system, with its high interchange fees. That is a really hard nut to crack but the opportunity is huge. A banker once told me that in the airline business, credit card fees were more than the combined profit of the entire industry. Plus plus. Our friends at Vita really understand the emerging media ecosystem and their new report on next-gen media firms is fascinating. This is just the start of Apple and Google's App Store Wars, FT. Read comments, Google ad blocking, and the moderation dilemma for publishers, Press Gazette. UK watchdog warned Sony music deal could hurt artists, FT, why does the government need to get involved? Apple car executive defects to Ford and blow to automotive ambitions, FT. JP Morgan to buy restaurant discovery service the infatuation. Sir Martin Sorrell shares advertising trends of 2021, Shark Tank's Damon John.